This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. Actually, here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, just to plug it real quick. Uh, hanging out, I am John Denman. This is your weekly craft beer and badass music show. It's going to be a fun one tonight. Actually, this episode of Drink of Ages is brewed up by New Holland Brewing Company's Dragon's Milk. Available in Texas. Delicious, badass beer. Dragon's Milk is 11% bourbon barrel stout. Roasted notes of vanilla. Nice kick from the oak. The barrel-aged bourbon. Go out and find some on draft. Get some in bottles. It's a badass beer. Dragon's Milk from New Holland's Brewing Company. But let's talk about Clown Shoes Brewery. It's what? hanging out in the house. We have Phil Thomas. Just and call me Filthy, please, please. Call filthy, me filthy Phil. Filthy's please. hanging out with us. And then uh, we've got us a secret member of the KGB hanging out, Robert Chan. Woo-hoo. And by KGB, I mean the Kirkendall Grand Brewers. Woo-hoo. I was worried, dude. I thought there were spies that infiltrated your show. Yeah, there's usually are, man. They want to know what's going on. They want to find out the beer that's happening so they can go out there and try to push it out themselves. The Russians are coming. Not that's stouts, right. right? That's right. Russian Imperial Stouts? Russian yeah, Imperial Stouts are, are yeah. getting pretty big, man. Actually, there's a... Uh, speaking of big-ass stouts, uh, we have the... Man, I can't read Luchador it from here. Luchador and Fuego? Luchador and Fuego. That's say. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> My Spanish gets a little flaky at times with beer. <laughs> well, we try to keep it in English so that you can read it well? Yes. <laughs> so... Uh, earlier today, we were talking about Luchador, and I probably should have just Googled it, and I uh, wouldn't have to ask this question. It's okay. But isn't like a Luchador like a wrestler? Correct. All Correct. right. Correct. You yeah, know, I Boston, do know my there is a lot of wrestling in Boston. There is. There is. Yeah. A lot of underground wrestling. All right. And then in Fuego, so it's just a wrestler yeah, on fire. fire. Correct. Fuego is fire. Fuego is fire. Fuego right? is fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. a wrestler on fire. Yeah. He's just getting crazy in the ring. He's got four arms just ready to uh, pummel you. That's like a wrestler. Ours is a mutant. On fire. Yeah. He's going nuts, dude. Well, I mean, we'll get to all the labels and everything for your beers in a little bit because... Uh, there's a lot of information to take in. There's, there's a, On every label, there's a lot of information to take Things in. Things go down. Matter of fact, I was um, tagged on one of the labels out coming up that I think is a picture of you, but they're Me? like, John Dimon, you're on that label. It was you, on dude. Mount I mean, Rushmore. If people were to compare our beards, for those that are listening, I can't really... Explain how similar our beards are, yet different. Yet opposite. They're very big and burly. However, mine is super black. And mine is white. It's a yin and yang thing going on here. Oh, oh. We were meant to be together, man. I, I believe Just this. Afterwards, uh, we're going to okay. hug tightly. Uh, or at least me and Baby the, cuddle. The space cake. Space, space cake. cake I was definitely meant to be with because that is pretty phenomenal. So on, right. on tap up here at Drink of Ages Pub, we did put on the keg of the luchador and a keg of the space cake, which we've been sampling for the last few hours. Just a little bit. Sampling some, um, which space cake is one pretty kick-ass IPA. It is really awesome. It really, really is awesome. We really appreciate that. Uh, Dan goes through a lot of trouble to make sure that comes out consistently every batch. And, uh, and it sells out really quick all the time, so we're very thankful for that. The customers have been very responsive. It's probably one of our better-selling beers. Um, 
it's it's got a great hop bill you know the the malt is not too much there's a little bit of honey malt in there uh it's dry hopped with a mosaic which gives it a great bright smell um it's nine percent you're gonna feel it it's one of the you, you know, know i i was about to say you know as home brewers we always test uh some of the new uh up-and-coming breweries and they, they produce some of the awesome beers and this is one of the 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 the, the beers that actually is well balanced and it is termed as double ipa yep, right yeah it's a double ipa now <clears throat> sometimes uh american american beers and and double ipas they're more into the the hoppier side and, and depending on the coast yeah depending on the coast so that's where the barley wine comes in play there's a fine line and it's very difficult to identify but this one comes out really good and and it, it, it comes out as double ipa yeah it's a i think the barley wine thing uh you know any ipa that sits there for a long time once the hops fall off if it has any crystal malt in there it's almost going to turn. So into what you're a saying? Wine. Don't if you buy this, don't keep it. <laughs> I'm not saying. Well, you want to drink any IPAs fresh. That's just a general rule, right? Yeah. Like I think we yeah. all know, like a month at the most, right? Like well, depending on the so, brewery. So, so this is where education comes, and the radio show like this is awesome, right? Some people don't know about it. So some people just say, "Oh, I'm going to buy this a double IPA and age it," and they keep, you know, whatever that temperature is, and then when they open after a year, it's like. Well, it is not is what a, the brewery this is intended. Not a double IPA. Dude. So educate the people. Yeah, please. no, it's it's totally true. If you're gonna buy an IPA, dude, I mean, look at. I hate to say this, we were just talking about this other with one of the customers, but the dates are very important. Yeah. Uh, bottled on dates are more important than those drink by dates. That's the way I feel because some of these people have an extended shelf length that they have in their head, which is not accurate. Yep. So. We, I, we believe in the born date on all our beers. They have the date that they're born. So you'll know if it's fresh or not, right? And I'd say our beers hold up a little better than the average beers, mostly because of the water. I don't know if you guys are familiar with water in Massachusetts, but we don't put like fluoride. They don't put potassium or any weird stuff. This is nature's tears. So we have some of the cleanest water out there. Um, there's no uh, limiting on the water. It's not like California where there's a drought. A uh, ton of water, lots of snow, and the water is super clean, and that lends itself to aging better than a normal beer, I would say, in some of these other places. Now, a lot of people do reverse osmosis, mm -hmm. and they do things to try and take these things out, and that probably helps their beer as well. I'm not saying that we're the only ones that have the the lockdown on that. I'm just saying, well, what we do start off with nature's tears. Yeah, and sometimes water there is, is very tricky because the, the, the type of beer that you brew they demands a different kind of water. Yeah, depending and on style. That's right. So, so some of the darker beers, you know, uh, uh, they, they can take harder waters. But yeah. some of the lighter ones, uh, like Pilsners, they, they go into the softer waters. Correct, correct. And same thing with IPAs. Dude. I mean, you're going to use a little bit of uh, gypsum in there. You know what I mean? You're going to mess with the, the water a little bit, depending on if without you're into it. Some people use the, you know. So that's where that's where the home brewers will have to read, research, and know uh, Burton Waters. Burton, uh, Burtonizing water. Burtonizing water. Uh, uh, read up. If you don't know about it, uh, that's those are the water types that you, not, you need to use when brewing IPAs. I, I highly recommend the John Palmer book just for anything. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Any John Palmer book. Just start book. there. Just start there. There's the water, the hops, all those things. Just read them. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk more clown shoes, talk more home brewing, and I should probably get some more of the space cake. Let's do it. Awesome. I drink right. of ages. Be right back. Howdy, my name is Mighty Ork, and this is a song called Polly's Little Nightmare. 
John from Drink of Ages Radio Show with a badass beer for you to try. New Holland's Brewing Company, Dragon's Milk. This barrel-aged stout comes in at a moderate 11% ABV and 31 IBUs. Aged in bourbon barrels, this beautiful beer has a roasty malt character with vanilla notes as the bourbon and oak rounded out. New Holland Brewing Company is new to Texas, and I highly recommend getting you some. Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5 for more beer and more music. The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective, a delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hot. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. 
Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com. Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wall Drive. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. Hey, right, Drink of Ages, we're back on. I am your host, John Demon. We're still hanging out with Filthy Phil and Robert. Woo! Filthy Woo! Phil from Clown Shoes. Robert from the KGB here in Houston, badass little homebrew club. If you've never uh, brewed any beer, or if you're, you do like brewing beer, you want to join a club, you live on the north side, check out the KGB. They do a lot of badass events. Is that right, Robert? That's right. Uh, check out our website. It's www.kgb.org, and you're going to find us. Send us an email, and uh, we'll, we'll get back to you real soon. Is it true that you're doing a session out here? That's right. We're, we're uh, doing a demo out here uh, at the pub. And it's going to be held on uh, this month, on the 16th of uh, April. So if you want to see what's going on and how, how it's been done, uh, the, the equipment, I'm going to bring my tree. We call it the three-tier equipment. And um, it, it's going to be awesome. You're going to see how it's done from start to finish. And that is uh, getting the ingredients, uh, milling them uh, on site, uh, getting, getting the water up to its temperature, uh, through the boiling and uh, right up to finishing it with cooling it down, uh, ready for the yeast to be to be activated in in that wort. So if you if you're interested, come down uh, 16th of April. Uh, we s- we start generally about noon and it should finish about six hours. And that's right here at Drink of Ages Pub. That's hey. right, 1005 Wall Drive. You can't pay for that kind of information. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, you know, you're watching someone do it. You know, I, I think a lot of people have trouble with Vorloffing. Uh, you know, watching yeah. that in front yeah. of, because when people explain that and you read it, it's not the same as when you do it. You know, yourself yeah. and sparging. Yeah. So I, I think that would be worth it alone to come watch. Well, the first time that I ever made beer, I went by my kit, bought a partial mash, took it back home. I had already read the joy of homebrewing twice, so I thought I had an idea, but now all of a sudden. Yeah, so now I'm already sitting there with the ingredients like, what the hell do right, I do? Right. So I'm watching YouTube Charlie videos. Charlie Farbazian. Like, yeah, so now yeah, so all of a sudden I'm sitting there with the ingredients like, Just start boiling water. And so once I did it, it's like, oh, man, that was actually easy. But so coming and watching somebody do it answers all those questions. You know exactly the steps you need to do. And on, on top of that, one thing that we taught at the homebrew shop in Humble, Backyard Homebrewers, was during our little introductory class at Homebrew, is go home and brew a batch and then come to class. And we can and tell you what's wrong with your beer. The questions. And we can tell you what's wrong with your beer. That's why I why, right? <laughs> I'm just messing around. <laughs> no, you know what's also important is uh, sanitation, 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 and I'm sure that's something that you're going to show off, right? That's right. That's right. And and a lot of these are being prepared uh, almost 24 hours in advance, and that is to clean every single thing that you have to make sure that the, the beer comes out great. Um, and sometimes most of us actually prepare like four days in advance, and this is why. When the beer is ready, uh, we need to put the yeast in. 
and uh, depending on what kind of be- uh, what kind of beer, the yeast needs to be prepped. Sometimes it's you're doing like, a yeast starter. Yeah, you know, it is is something like a yeast uh, a microorganism that don't want to be shocked, and so you gotta prep it. Yeah, you're trying you know, to baby them as much as possible, as much so as that possible. way they can eat up all those fermentable sugars, give you no off flavors, yep. and just you get a solid beer. Yep. So it's temperamental, dude. It, you know, you want to do everything correct. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to shock them. So there is beer math in science. <sighs> a lot. We do drink, but there is beer math and science. It's not just announces. It's not, dude. It's it's not metric. What I call beer is like you got to be expert in biomechanical. (laughs) Dude, beer is a very fluid thing. It's always moving. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a living, it's a whole living environment. If you want to go even deeper, you got to be a chemist. Yeah, there's a, that's why most of these uh, breweries do have chemists on site to be able to check the the yeast counts, to be able to check all the ways the beers are processed. Yeah, I mean, attenuating and all these things dude i mean that that's all important yeah. anywhere know? from gra- uh, you know your, your, your gravity uh before and after uh while it's fermenting uh from yeast count uh and viable le- yeast so if the if the yeast is not viable then uh the attenuation of your beer is not it's not what it should be any of these factors that's even even the same recipe you brew in day in day out if any of these factors are, are not up to what it should be it will change the beer. You're going to get and off flavors. You're going to get uh, stressed out yeast. And that's what causes the that's off flavors. That's where some of these big breweries, what they do is they do the blending. So they create one and then they blend it because then it comes out every time the same kind of beer. That depending on the beer, def- definitely. Because uh, you, you use uh, some new beer with the old beer yeah. depending on what's going on. But yeah. It's, it's totally true. Yeah. I'm Homebrew excites me. No, it is. It is. It's a whole lot of fun. We're talking with Robert Chan from the KGB and then Filthy Phil from Clown Shoes Brewery. Uh, yeah, like you're saying, it's the consistency also. And that starts from clean equipment. Yep. Yeah. Dude, yep. 90% of brewing, which people, I'd say 99.9% of brewing, what people don't understand, if you don't like cleaning, don't make beer. Yeah. If you love cleaning, you're going to love making beer because you're going to have to clean a lot of stuff constantly as you're doing the brew process afterwards as you're transferring from first to secondary um, when you're actually kegging it or bottling it depending on all these things there's so many factors where your beer can get messed up if you're not sanitary well that's that's if you really love beer then you need to learn how to clean correct correct and and that's where you come by home brewers when we taste commercial beer sometimes we find faults so called and and sometimes we we know why where that fault come from that's uh that's you know i i've done my first uh, bc bc pj yeah bj yeah bjcp i did my first uh <laughs> judging i can't even say it right well and, now, uh, now they have like no but i did get I don't want to talk about Cicerones. <laughs> I have a whole other feeling about that whole thing. But I, I will say, dude, you know, doing a BJCP, um, I learned a lot in my first time. And I actually got, like, farmhouse ales. So, you know, like, Ooh. you know, what, like, French ales and farmhouses, yeah. like, you know when they're totally off. You yeah. know, and those, because those yeast can, they're pretty resilient on those yeah, kind of beers. Here, com- here comes the barnyard horse tail. <laughs> Let me just lick that horse blanket real quick. There's a reason why they're called farmhouse ales. <laughs> exactly, dude. They're funky. And they're getting crazy. Uh, the yeast is doing some good stuff. But, you know, so it's sanitation is where you get all those off flavors, you know, that you're just like, or the heat temperature fluctuations really get you, you know. You know, that's very true because, uh, like, some of the breweries, when they started off and their, their, their system are not infected. But once they, their system are infected, 
they are typically screwed. And so what do they do? They just turn all their beers into sours. And I'm not going to mention one bre- one one brewery in Texas, but uh, that's that's what they what they do sometimes. You know, they have to. Uh, if not, they have to clean and buy new new system. That's why the uh, sour mash has become so popular because <laughs> you can inoculate it afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's a lot of breweries starting to put the little sour kettles. It just makes it easier. It smells great. I don't know if you've ever smelled a sour kettle. Yeah, it tastes great. No, but I'm saying like when it's souring, it yeah. smells so good. It oh. if you're, dude, if you're into that, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, you, know, you might as well be into the farmyard animals and everything else at that point. So I don't know. We'll dress in those costumes later. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back. We'll talk more beer. Drinking babies, be right back. Woo! Hi, my name is Mighty Ork, and this is a song called Preaching Blues by Robert Johnson. Well, I was up this morning, baby. Walking like a man. Hey. I was up this morning. Blues was walking like a man. Said, come here, boy. Give me your right hand. Give me your right hand. They took mama's child. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Bindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Hopper House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. Hey everybody, this is John from Drink of Ages and a great beer you need to go try is Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale. This tasty West Coast style pale ale drinks an easy 5.7% ABV and goes perfect while sitting by the grill listening to the steak sizzle. Grab a pint or pick up a six pack all over town and check them out at sweetwaterbrew.com. Listen Fridays at 9pm on ESPN 97.5 for more beer talk and live music on Drink of Ages radio show. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or messages at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com alright drink of ages we are back on the radio I'm John Denman and we're hanging out with Clown Shoes Brewery Filthy Phil. Woo! I'm here. And KGB Robert Chan. Yeehaw! Can I announce uh, my uh, presidential campaign right now? Uh, that's what I was hoping you were going to do on this show because I've heard rumors. So, folks, I'm going to announce today uh, my inaugural um, imposition in the presidential campaign that is taking part right now. I'm just going to impose myself in there. I'm going to insert myself on the ballot. Uh, I am your third-party candidate. There will be an Imperial Pale Lager that's coming out from Clown Shoes June 1st Ooh. in some areas, but it will be getting to you in the next you know, couple weeks in June, and uh, that will be to celebrate and to fund my campaign so I can keep America clean, so vote filthy. So what are you trying to say, that there's something wrong with the presidential candidates right now? I'm going to stay ambivalent about that. I just want more out of life. <laughs> and more PLL. More uh, Imperial Lagers. Imperial Lagers? Yeah, because you know what? People are, are not necessarily making so many Imperial Lagers that are hopped up like to the max. You know what I mean? With super clean yeast that doesn't taste lagery. You mean we? Have if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Let's blur that line before the the imperial pale ale and the lager. You mean we need to be uh, to have more peace and love right around here? Now? We need more beer. I promise a beer. I, I promise a keg in every garage, and uh, hangover pills in the morning. I think that would work well with uh, most of the Bernie Sanders. 
people? I think so. Uh, yeah, and, and I think that that would do pretty I, well. I hope man. to call people from all You're the herds. From, I, I feel so. like I'm the uniting candidate, mm-hmm. you know? I think I can pull out some stuff and some stops. Well, on the on the label for that, uh, for that particular beer, I mean, it's, it's, it's Rushmore, so I'm, you should be pulling the Republicans in for that one. Well, they really wanted to put me on that rock before they ran out of space. You know, my beard is pretty big like yours, as you know. And they actually put a cap on, so that takes a little more extra space on the rock. So they want to make sure they got me on there just in time. That's going to be a good little climbing rock. Hopefully people will scale my nose. I don't think I will have rock boogers, so you'll be safe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Might be a, like something like, what is that in the beard? Oh, that's a chicken wing. That, it's there a might be a, a little bird making a nest and poking yes. its beak out. I don't know. We'll figure that out in the end. But the overall, the whole point is I'm running for president for clown shoes um, for the United States. Ooh. I'm happy to hear that, man. I'm happy to hear that because uh, clown shoes is making – you guys have been making some badass beers for over six years. That's right. We were just on our sixth year. Um, we just did our sixth year uh, and, or our fifth year anniversary, which was the Moses and Misfits. My bad. Uh, Imperial Cream Ale. It's got vanilla beans and cacao. Originally, it started off as just a vanilla cream ale. Um, however, I inserted myself in there with Matt, and we had a discussion at the time. And so they did add cacao, and uh, Dan brewed it up, and it came out phenomenal. I'm, I'm a biased, obviously, but nine percent. Yeah, about to say a, uh, it's a cream ale that's about nine percent. It's not normal. No, it, is anything is we do normal? normal? It's a heavy cream ale. Now, we, well, we'll call it the Imperial Cream Ale. Yeah. You know, we are a crazy company. We do weird stuff. <sighs> yes. It really, yeah, you guys really do. Uh, on top of like the names of your beer. Uh, which is you come up with some pretty, pretty kick-ass things. One thing that, what was it? I wrote on my notes because um, Undead Party Crasher. Before that was Vampire Slayer. Vampire right? Slayer. So what happened was some company. Uh, it was a wine company actually. Tried to claim that they owned vampires and alcohol exclusively. Well, that's just not honest and not true. However, litigation is very expensive. So instead of getting an army of lawyers on our side, we changed the name. Our new artist made a new label, and we told them to kick rocks. <laughs> so patent attorneys didn't get any money. Lawyers didn't get any money. There was no court fees. It was just ended. And we have made more of that beer than we made of the Vampire Slayer. It's been selling well. Um, it's a smoked milk stout. For those that know, there's a little bit of lactose in there. There's peated malts. It's delicious. There's actually holy water in there. So Ooh. whenever you watch someone drink it, if they don't burn up, you know they're not a vampire. Hey. And that's wow. d- decisions. Decisions like that, man, is what's going to win you the president. Well, you know, you've got to you've got to cover all bases as a person. You know, you have to be able to to consider all facets of things and be able to look at things from different angles and be able to appeal to the masses in the end. And that's how you get elected. So can yeah. we can we use your your beard to bless people now? I mean, if you're using <laughs> undead party crusher, technically you can baptize anyone. There is holy water in there. I'm not saying how much, dude. So since since we're on on clown shoes now, I think I think we should assume uh, uh, everyone. I know a lot of people knows clown shoes, but educate people who don't know. So we're where, at where, Ipswich, where Massachusetts. Is, yeah, um, yeah, we've been around for six years. Like I said, uh, Dan is our brewer, Dan Lipke. Um, Michael Ixt is our artist, and Greg Berman is our uh, owner. Greg comes up with all these crazy ideas that get translated into labels and beers. Like our owner, he just. He is a, a thought machine. The guy just fires off ideas. You have to stop him at some point and be like, hey, let's focus on these mm-hmm. and make these happen because he just will number I mean, them but, out. But, but what really comes first, the name or the beer? Honestly, the concept comes 
comes uh, first most of the a lot of the time, but there's also all these tests. We have a pilot system in our warehouse, so there's a lot of test batches. We do a lot of home brewing, technically, okay. uh, small batch stuff, and where people uh, collaborate, like different employees, like Brian and Dan and these folks and Matt, they all collaborate, and basically um, throughout the collaboration, they find out the beer that's going to work, and then they scale it up to maximize efficiency and end up with what we have on the shelves. No. Well. We're all sitting here with a glass of luchador. Luchador and Fuego. And so Fuego. this hasn't been around for two years. This is chocolate sombrero with uh, some extra chilies because usually we use anchos. I think there's a little bit of hatch chilies in this. It's been aged in bourbon barrels, and uh, it is about 11%, I want to say. And it's delicious. I'm not going to lie to you. It's one of my favorite beers. Uh, last time I had this at a festival, 15 minutes. I was actually at the... It's called Sabarosa Tacos and Wrestling at a beer yeah. festival, right? Sounds pretty fantastic. Luchador and Fuego fits in perfect. 15 yes. minutes. I announce a keg, 2 o'clock, everyone lines up, 15 minutes, it's gone. So here's, here's the, 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 the beer pairing side, and I, I love the beer pair with something very rich and uh, tasty like this. And, and, and that hint of barrel, you know, the, a little bit of hotness, just a tint. And that's where uh, we do we do at the homebrew clubs uh, we do beer pairing with some of the foods, and I think this will go really really well with some smoked meats. Yes, I would say there's two ways you could go with this. Like this is rich in some ways, so you could use it as a dessert beer. But me personally, I'm thinking bacon, I'm thinking ribs, I'm thinking brisket. You know, something like hearty that has I know a lot of Man, flavor. I'm drooling down. I'm sorry, I'm dude. Drooling can, now. Let's just glaze some meat in this and let's just start right oh, now. Let's yeah. do it. I, you put a you could put a glaze. You say glaze a glazed donut in front of me right now. It'd be pretty damn. Pretty That's why I say you could go dessert way. Yeah. Or you could go you could go yeah. meaty way. Yeah. 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 You know, we had the Pierre Billionaire last year, the Pierre Ferrand, and so it was our billionaire barley wine, English style barley wine, aged in cognac barrels. Uh, as soon as I tasted it, the first thing I thought of was cheesecake. I wanted to make a reduction, but I'm not a chef. So what I did is I ordered some cheesecake and I just started dipping it in my beer and eating it. And other people watched me and they're like, you're pretty crazy. And uh, they started doing it too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do that. All right, let's take a quick break. Then when we get back, we'll wrap up some clown shoes and some KGB drinking beaters. Uh, we'll be right back. Get some Woo. more space cake. Yeah. Hey, my name is Mighty Orc, and this is a song called I Done Got Over.
One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pan specialty brews, 1 mead, and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner, and don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, RudyardsPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brewery for you to go out and try is from Cycler's Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted malt that they're used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium-bodied beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on, and I am still your host, John Denman. Are you sure? Uh, Sound questionable. Oh, it is. Sounds very I'm questionable. I'm starting to wonder who I am at this point. To be honest, uh, I know that finds, I'm filthy from clown that shoes. Mine's there. Well, well we've, we've got Filthy and we've got Robert still hanging on the show. And, man, let's get into a little bit little bit of history yeah. of clown shoes. Because like we said earlier, last segment, that you guys are six years old. Correct. Uh, man, you're, you're actually a gypsy brewery, so you're brewing at Mercury Brewing. So we're using Mercury. It was where we started out with, right, in Ipswich, uh, Massachusetts. And uh, we also added two other places this year, and we are a gypsy brewer. So that means we are no longer a contract brewer. Um, Dan Lipke brews all our beers. Awesome brewer. He was the brewer at uh, Mercury Brewing. He uh, decided to come along with us. So he still gets to work at his old place and make some beer, you know, and then leave and go to other places and make beer. So we make beer also at Schmaltz facility. And then we've just started using Stony Creek. So at Schmaltz, we're going to have Clementine six packs that are coming out in the draft. Uh, six Clementine's pa- good, man. Dude, Clementine. super light, you know, six and a half percent. That's, you know, that was our smallest beer. Yeah. But now we have the Mango Kolsch, which has now become year round. 5.5 percent uh real mango juice in there um just clean as hell uh one of the best cultures that i've had personally i mean I, i'm not gonna say i've drank a million of them but one of the best cultures i've had super juicy five and a half percent that's gonna be year round now um at stony creek we're gonna have our first cans whammy bar so a single ipa all australian hops so just uh, australian hops you know there's a lot of good ones these days yeah. just so you know yeah and, uh, single yeah, ipa yeah. about 6.5 percent that's going to be canned year round on draft also all these beers are on draft and you know 
Republican. So, uh, so I gotta ask you some, some of these some of these uh, beers that you're you're talking about. It sounds to me like it's summer beer because I think in winter, do you still have those? I mean, a- a- absolutely. Somebody is gonna drink in, in in the winter. But what's your greatest uh, greatest crowd for those kind of beers? Well, those beers are obviously uh, gonna start off as spring beers, right? Where lighter beers, all these things. The Belgian wit gets used. So Clementine gets used a lot of places, also for craft cocktails. Yeah. Um, but it's a Belgian wit style. Belgian wit styles are known for year round. The Kolsch is technically a spring beer for a lot yeah. of people. Um, especially in Germany. Ours is not Rheinheiskabo. We do add mango to it, so that kind of takes away. But that's because it's American Kolsch. And so we do things a little different over here on this side of the pond. Um, this thing is going to be year-round, and I feel like it will do well, uh, especially in California in that market in Texas, because it is warm most of the year. You know, yes, in the East Coast, it might not, uh, on the cold day, you might not want a mango Kolsch, but we have those stouts available for you year-round, too. Honestly, why wouldn't you want a mango Kolsch on a cold day? Some people are into stouts. I mean, me, myself, you know, I'll gravitate towards a stout. I'll go to Undead Party Crasher. I'll go to Blakehorn Union Dragon, and I will go to Chocolate Sombrero on those days. But... In the summertime here in Houston, I will drink a chocolate sombrero. I, See, I will sit there and enjoy a really good stout. You and I need and to drink together why, more. Yeah, because you know, air condition. If it wasn't air condition, I wouldn't do yeah, it. But I love this about here, you. Here, here, you know, here. I'm yes. the kind of guy that will go to a beer festival in August and drink only stouts. Because there's sometimes there's the rarest ones at this one festival that I don't want to talk them. about. And uh, you know, I'll drink stouts all day long, any day, and I can drink any other beer, but. Uh, you know, these Kolsch's obviously geared towards this time of year, like it's warming up and people want like a refreshing beer and that juiciness, it's there, you know? So here's, here's where history comes back, right? So in London, right, in summer, now, you know, everyone knows Guinness Stout was, was originally from there. From Ireland. And, and yes. from Ireland. Yes. And, and the porter, actually, from London. Yeah. Um, and IPAs. So, and, and so... You know, w- one of those things uh, in summer, they still drink. They still drink those heavy beers. Uh, not as heavy as like 9 or 12 percent, but still, they are pretty nutritious and heavy beer, full body. Uh, and, and so those are the kind of beers that sometimes I, I, I do. In summer, I still do drink them. Uh, but, but in terms of business, right? In terms of there business. are trends. There are yeah, trends. Uh, there are there general market yeah. trends. I, I totally get it. I, I totally get that. it. Yeah, yeah. Summertime, you want to drink the lighter beers. Wintertime, you want those to drink are the those beers. are general sure. trends though. There's like the craft yeah. beer geek does not get defined by these. There you go. Uh, yep. the, you know, we're all looking for the newest hotness. Let's just be real. You know, as craft beer geeks or nerds, whatever you want to call it, dude, we're always looking for the best anything, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo Bayou puts out some really heavy stouts right in the middle of summer. Oh, and yeah. Well, we the Velvet. The Velvet. Well, you know our barley yes. wine doesn't come out till May every year. There you go. <laughs> so we are one of those weird guys that are like, hey, you guys want a barley wine? Let's do it in May. <laughs> uh, so this year we're doing Bluegrass uh, Billionaire. Yeah. So that's the, the Billionaire English-style barley wine. And then this year we're aging it only in bourbon barrels. Last year we did uh, Cognac. Delicious. Very rich. Like I said, decadent. Dip your cheesecake in it. This year... Gonna be bourbony, dude. So I'm thinking uh, maybe some vanilla ice cream. You know, just straight vanilla ice cream and not bluebell. <laughs> I don't know. Your, I don't know what you're. I don't know your Texas ice cream. You'll, you'll kill it. Don't worry about it. That's all right. High enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, alcohol will kill the listerine. So you know, we do have another batch of Josh the Revelator coming out here soon. <laughs> and I, supposedly we have two different kinds, from what I understand. Yeah, well, let's talk about Josh the Revelator for a little bit because uh, the Houston market, a lot of people know Josh. That's right. And you know why, right? 
Because that dude is a boss. He's a boss, and he sells a lot of clown shoes. Josh is a rep for Favorite Brands. Uh, That's our distributor in Texas, all the way throughout Texas. It's all Favorite Brands. Josh sold the most beer of any Texas rep, you know, and he kills it. So we put him on a label, uh, Josh the Revelator. And this year we're supposed to do, it's a double IPA. It's like Space Cake amped up a little bit. Um, But we're supposed to be doing a fruity version, and I don't know what the fruit is in that yet. And so it's... To be determined, supposedly, but it's coming out soon here. Ooh. So you guys are going to get a fresh batch of Josh Revelator. I'm excited. I'm going to be honest with you. I got to drink it. We had a, a Campari cask version over at uh, one of these restaurants over here in uh, Houston. And I got to be honest with you. It added a great bitterness to it. You know, didn't take away from anything. I, I think that this beer could do well. I think, it, well, the first beer did well. Uh, both batches so far yeah. have done great. The third batch, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's going to so go well, I think. People like Josh, you know, that beard. It's, again, it's another bearded it's fellow, right? Us bearded fellows, we stick together. Uh, we make some damage going. Yep. Now, jo- jo- Josh is a great guy. Uh, and he does definitely sell you guys very well. He does, dude, and I appreciate that. Um, when I come out, the first person that I come to see is Josh because of that. Um, he knows what's up. He knows to go to clownshoesbeer.com because you can find out everything at clownshoesbeer.com. <laughs> that was good. I'm just saying. How, how you plug that so naturally. That was fantastic. It might not be my first time. <laughs> no, nope, I don't think so. But uh, no, it is badass. And, and I hope the new label has a little monkey girl. We're bit. talking about throwing so, a monkey butt in there. Yeah, a little uh, monkey you know, butt. Maybe wait, throwing wait, wait, some. Wait, wait. What, what non-label are you talking about? Uh, on the new the new version. Yeah, we would like the, to get uh, Josh's daughter on the label also. Uh, I know they're weird uh, about kids, nice. so we might turn her into a monkey and okay. have a monkey on there. Yep. And we'll just name the monkey Maddie. I don't know. Yeah. Make it happen, man. She's one of my best reps that's under 21. i got to be honest with you. She shows up to events. She has this pouty face. Uh, drink my dad's beer. I love it. <laughs> all right. Clownshoesbeer.com for all the clown shoes. I say we got some badass beers on tap right here at uh, Drink of Ages Pub. You can also check out Facebook, Clown Cheese Beer on Facebook. Yep. You got Twitter. You guys always do a bunch of good Everything. things. Everything. Yep. And then KGB. KGB. Robert Jam. We have www.kgb.org. And we are on Facebook too. Find us. Uh, we are in base in uh, Texas. Uh, you'll come and join us. And then Saturday, come hang out here for a badass little brew demo. That's right, on 16th of April, Saturday. All right, Drinking Bages, be right back. Cheers. Music segment sponsored by Spindle Tap Brewery. Look for their beer on tap around town, or just go get some at the tap room. SpindleTapBrewery.com.
Welcome back to Drink of Ages radio show, broadcasting here at Drink of Ages Pub 1005 Wall Drive. It's fun to say that. I gotta tell you, it is actually pretty badass that, yeah, Drink of Ages Pub and Studio with 35 taps. So it's not a bad little studio to do a show in when you have access to so many fantastic beers to sample and talk about during the show, like the Space Cake and the Luchador Fuego. I mean, that's both of those... Pretty much clown shoes. If you find some clown shoes, you're going to find some solid, delicious, excellent beer. So get that space cake, though. It was pretty fantastic. But if you did enjoy the music that we've been playing in between the breaks, uh, the Mighty Orc, fantastic. That dude is a badass on the guitar. Uh, get more of his music at themightyorkorq.com. Local guy been playing some excellent music around town for a long time. And the music portion is brought to you by Spindle Tap Brewery, located just 15 minutes north of Houston. Uh, you got to go check them out if you haven't been up there. You've seen their honey hole around town, their Hopper House. Delicious beers. That Hopper House is a great IPA. Go check out the brewery and taste some of their new stuff that they have coming out and maybe grab a burger or a hot dog. Pretty kick-ass place. SpindleTapBrewery.com. And a couple things going on around town. Uh, Houston Press Brew Fest. Is happening April 30th at Silver Street Station. It's going to be a bunch of beers, food trucks, live music. VIP will get you early admission, plus specialty brews and appetizers. That is, if you go to HoustonPress.com and you can find all the information for that one, I will see you there. And then April 23rd at Katie Mills Mall is the Wild West Brew Fest. And Wild West Brew Fest was voted the best beer fest in the country last year. Definitely don't want to miss it. Over 500 beers are going to be out there, multiple bands. 
The launch party is going to happen April 22nd from 6 to 10. You can get a combo ticket for the Friday night and the Saturday festival at wildwestbrewfest.com because those tickets, they, man, they'll sell out. need to get them. April 30th is the Houston Firkin Fest at Hennessy Park next to St. Arnold. Celebrates a unique Texas craft beer served in traditional cask or firkins. Now in its third year, the Houston Firkin Fest provides attendees with unique, rare, and hard-to-get beers from craft breweries in Houston and across the state. Get your tickets for that at HoustonFirkinFest.com. Uh, we've got another badass band. The Stray Hearts going to be playing at that one. It's going to be a good day. It always has been. I mean, last last year was a fantastic event. There was some just ridiculous beers that the local breweries are putting in cask. And now that we even have a few more breweries this year to add to to the list. But thank everybody that came on the show. From Clown Shoes Brewery, Filthy Phil Thomas, Robert Chan. Uh, next Saturday, Saturday, he'll be out here brewing up at uh, up at Drink of Ages Pub. So if you ever wanted to get into home brewing or just want to come kick back, you enjoy home brewing and talk at home brew, come hang out and talk to Robert while he's out front brewing some beer. Robert Chan from the KGB. And, man, like I said, the Mighty Orc is who we were listening to during the breaks. If you want to go back and listen to any of the old shows, you can find them on iTunes. You can find them at drinkofages.com, and that is sponsored by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Speaking of Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company, if you can find that Crush City, you better drink it now because it is sold out and gone, but it is another delicious IPA and beer that they're making over there. Get out and try some of the New Holland's Dragon's Milk. It is on draft or in package at your favorite beer places around town. Hopefully they still have it there. We'll be back next week. Drink of Ages Pub on Badlands Radio and ESPN 97.5 FM. Let's go Astros. Let's go Dynamo. Rogus, I'm not even going to talk about them anymore. Actually, I think I need to have them on the show. We need to have a need to have a discussion, a little discussion. We won't even talk basketball. We're just going to talk about life, life with James Harden, Dwight Howard. Bring them on. All right, everybody be safe out there. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you all next week. Drink of Ages. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store. 